Hey, I'm Ruben from Dub. Welcome to Connection Loop, our actionable podcast about building businesses with daily human connections. Connection Loop features long form interviews with fascinating people in sales, marketing, and beyond. Enjoy today's episode and learn more about Dub at dub.com. And we are live. Hey guys, this is Ruben Dua from Dub's podcast, Connection Loop. Uh, one of the things that I, I say a lot of the times before these podcasts start is that I have two kids. I have a seven-year-old and I have a almost two-year-old little girl and they are always kind of written into this script. So if they ever show up in audio and video format, they're part of the story now. And I think that's the case for a lot of people because you know, if we're not embracing our, our reality in our lives, we're kind of sort of just missing out. Absolutely. Uh, right? yes. but, <laughs> I uh, love hearing you say that. We yeah. have little kids, so I absolutely understand. <laughs> the kids are welcome. The kids are welcome. Yes, of course <laughs> they are. <laughs> um, Pelpina, I have uh, some, some great questions for you, and I'm extremely excited to learn from you and to really hear your your voice and to receive your light and to share your energy um, in the form of motivation, in the form of insight, inspiration. You know, video marketing has changed everything. We've been talking about that for forever now. You have a really unique perspective on this. I really like what you were talking about where we just need people to raise their hand. We need volunteers. Mm-hmm. Please give us a little bit of a bio on yourself, and then let's get into this. Yes. Well, first of all, Ruben, thank you so much for having me on your podcast on this show. Uh, You are an inspiration to me, and so I'm really excited to be here together and to geek out on video. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yes, I, I started creating videos a while back. So I started in television with big cameras, big crews, um, and uh, big budgets. Um, Then I was asked by a pretty famous podcaster at the time, um, Callie Lewis or Luria Petrucci, you might know her, um, to start creating video podcasts with her, which I was really excited about. And so um, that's when my video adventure started. And it Mm. was a different world. It was a different way of talking to the camera, interacting with people. Um, I had never even heard of things like affiliate marketing or really building your business with video. I didn't know. My background is in journalism. So, you know, marketing was kind of like the dark side to me. Um, Anyway, uh, what I do nowadays is I help companies, uh, organizations, anyone really who wants to make videos with purpose. So videos with a goal and i believe that anyone can really do that in a simple way and it should be done should be able to do that in a simple way using just your phone for example (laughs) so i have to make a martial arts reference here because what you what just very randomly but what you're describing is traditional martial arts old school martial arts with swords and fancy regalia and you know generals and war versus being on the street and using the the devices and the simple things that are around us to accomplish our goal which is maybe self-defense or self-expression so you are you you were talking bruce lee versus (laughs) wing chung and ip man so and and, yeah so uh so i love this and uh you know what would you say your catalyst point uh, was in order to say hey you know what i'm i'm empowered i've got a phone in my pocket 
Uh, I've got a story to tell. You know, I've got social channels. I, I don't need this stuff. Ah, well, that was a tough one for me. I love that question because that did not come natural. So I remember a couple of years back, this must have been maybe four or five years ago, that I was at this point thinking, I felt like I was at a, a, like a point where I, I had to make a choice. What am I going to do? Am I going to invest in a big camera and I'm going to, you know, create big productions or am I just going to invest in a really good phone? And I really had to think about um, the people I was trying to help, the companies, people who were trying to tell their stories. Um, and so a couple of years back, I was at this point and I, I thought, well, I really think that in the future, uh, people will start making more videos with their phone, with the camera they always have on them. Mm -hmm. And so it did not come natural. It was kind of a you know pretty big step for me to take. Um, I remember receiving phone calls from people telling me I was crazy to be to create videos with just a phone. I remember going on shoots and people actually pointing out my phone and saying, "Well." you're not going to make videos with that, right? <laughs> <laughs> and so, no, it was, it was definitely a process. But, you know, technology has come so far and is going so fast, especially in the last couple of years, as you know, um, you know, with apps uh, such as Dub and um, who make it possible to create videos with, with your phone, to shoot videos, um, edit them, and publish them immediately. Yeah, no, you're so you're so right. That's so well said. You know, when I think of the technology behind cameras, digital cameras, uh, video cameras, I think of some of the old, uh, you know, DSLR cameras that we might have. I have a Canon 60D behind me in, in the I thing. Have one too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's an, my baby. Yeah, yeah. Now it's a prop for me because I don't use it anymore. <laughs> right. I love that. You know, and I and I think that that camera represents something, which was uh, the mirror. You know, the mirror in cameras, which just to kind of talk about the technology a little bit, the way that these still cameras work is that there's a mirror. When you look through the the viewing glass, you actually see real life. That's that's not a digital representation of it. It's you're looking at it through a mirror, and then once the the, the once the the, the digital uh, photos is is captured, the mirror just snaps up, and then that's where the eyeball of the camera, quote unquote, um, appears. Now the 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 mirrorless camera movement has been happening for for years now, but obviously our smartphones there's no mirrors because they take so much space. Right, exactly. Right, and it's amazing what a camera the size of an M and M can do what that camera can do now is what five years ago a camera 10 times 20 times its size could do so right. size does not matter when it comes to video the cameras that we have have billions of dollars of r d that go into them these cameras yes, in our pockets i know and, exactly you know what i always say because people ask me well what kind of camera should i get and uh which phone is best and what you know and i always tell people it's not about the pixels it's not about the amount of pixels it's really about the personality and whether you are able to 
really convey a message with your camera. And you can create videos, terrible videos, with really expensive cameras. And you can create good videos using just your phone. The question really is, do you know how to make a video with a goal? Do you know mm -hmm. how to capture people's attention? Because um, that's really what it's all about. And you can do that with a small camera with maybe less pixels, um, but it's, it's not really about the quality. Um, it's more and more about being able to use the medium well. Yeah, so I think you and I are in agreement here. It's about story, it's about personality, mm. it's not about the technology. You know, I, I think that, I hate to say this, it sounds a little harsh to some folks, but but I think there's a lot of hiding behind technology that happens. You know, I need oh, to have yes. a, a production company, I need to have the big camera, I need to be looking a certain way and have the certain lights that appear and uh, the outfit, the suit and whatnot. It's a thing, it's really <laughs> such a thing, yes. yeah. And, yeah. you know, it's funny because when you go to a video shoot using just your phone, people don't really take you seriously. Mm. But I think in a couple of years, maybe from now, uh, I think that will definitely change. And I, I know that will definitely change. So, um, so, yeah, I believe that you should be able to make videos using anything you have on you, just your phone, nothing really too fancy. Um, but also, of course, there's always um, the professional productions um, that are always made by, you know, people who studied for this uh, with the big cameras and, you know, who know everything about composition and lines and coloring. Of course, it's not like um, those companies are going to die. Right, right. There's always a need. Yeah. So, Absolutely. so here's kind of a question for you. I feel like the thing that I, I struggle with this from time to time, I know a lot of folks struggle with this, and that is, what is my theme? What are the stories that I'm telling? Because I can feel inspired. I can wake up one day and say, I want to make an amazing video on empathy. I want to just go all in. I want my video better to be Simon Sinek's. I'm going to just, I'm going to make yeah. this amazing. I'm going to do it. And I feel all inspired and, you know, I got it. Maybe I'll do a whiteboard or maybe I'll do something kind of vloggy or lifestyle. But, but then, you know, maybe I do the video, maybe I don't, maybe I fall flat, right? But, yeah. but how do I get into the mode of continually doing that? Like, what is my larger canon of work? What is my body of work? So that every time, even once a day, once a week, how can I get into that flow where I actually feel comfortable with, a, with the long game in mind? Yes, this is such an important question because I can, you know, I do video training, I coach people how to make videos, but I always tell them you need to then have a kickstart and a motivation to keep making videos. And usually what you need is a format, right? Mm. And you know how this works. So you need to have some sort of shape that you can put your videos in. Um, so uh, what I usually tell people is, first of all, ask yourself the question, what are some of the questions people ask me a lot? Maybe make a little list of that, and then that's going to be your focus for the next couple of weeks, couple of months. Um, but it's usually very helpful to have focus, so to have a theme, to know um, what you're going to make videos about. And then what I usually do is I shoot a bunch of videos in one afternoon or one morning. Mm. So. Um, shoot five or six videos, and then I have enough content for maybe five or six weeks. Um, and another thing I really want to say is that it usually really helps to be in the moment. So if you are inspired 
and you feel like this is, you know, some something that just pops in your head and um, you're inspired to really, I don't know, talk about it or share something in a video, those types of videos, I'm telling you, every time I make a video that's just kind of spontaneous, those videos always perform better than the ones I plan out. Because it's like people see that you are excited or inspired and it just kind of, you know, sparks off the screen. So when you have that moment, when you are in that moment, maybe just grab your phone and shoot that video. Inspiration is, is key here. You know, I think yeah. that we need to, we need to capture those moments when we feel it. You know, I also agree with you that we need to get into that cadence. I love the fact that you, you do, you do multiple videos in a, in a, in a sitting. And I think that that's really important. You know, you can change your clothes. You can not change your clothes. You can be in the same location. You can be in not the same location. What, whatever I, I have learned that whatever we're feeling, it might not come from a place where that's actually what needs to happen. For example, if I might say, well, if I'm going to do five videos in a day, I have to have five different wardrobe changes. I, I wear black shirts almost every day. <laughs> that's just, that's just my outfit. It's, 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 <laughs> it's one less creative choice I have to make, you know, yes, exactly. that's very smart. <laughs> and, and, uh, and, you know, and the, and the liberty that I get by doing that is that is that I can record multiple videos and it and it's not going to look like you know I'm 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 sitting there all in one hour. The other thing is that I set up this little spot for myself, this little studio, yeah. and it's and it's my anchor, you know, and it's comfortable. I mean, when we watch these great night shows, you know, the late night shows, they're always in the same place. You know, they always look the same. So the second that, you know, we start to say, well, I need to be in a different location and I need to be, mm. my hair needs to be different. I need to be wearing a different outfit. That That's probably coming from, unfortunately, I hate to say it, but it's probably coming from a place of fear, maybe lack of, yes. conf lack of confidence. And I think that one of the most important things that I, I try to uh, evangelize, and I really want to learn this from you, is, you know, how do we gain more confidence? Oh, but this is such an important topic. And this is something I really had to deal with personally as well. So I often get remarks from people saying, oh, but you know how to do this. You're a natural. You're not afraid to talk to a camera, which is so untrue. So let me <laughs> tell you, <laughs> when I first started in television um, and I had my very first live show. So this was on the news, Dallas, KDAF, CW it was. And um, it was 9 p.m. and I did my first live gig on TV. And I was sitting next to an anchor who had 330 years experience in, <laughs> in TV news, right? And um, so he was, you know, all confident. I was so nervous. But we had talked about beforehand what we were going to say. And so um, everything went well because we did our little thing that we talked about, but then he asked me a question that we did not talk about beforehand. And so he asked me something really stupid, like something simple, right? What do you think? Or something like that. And I froze. Mm. I couldn't say anything. I just froze like that. And he looked and he was like, oh, she froze. And he just continued <laughs> doing his thing. Um, but just so you, you know, just to let you know that it really took me um, quite some courage 
and also a lot of really nice people around me who encouraged me that you can do this. Um, try, keep trying, make mistakes. It's okay. Um, one thing that was really difficult for me as well is I am from the Netherlands and I was on TV in the USA. And so that was, you know, I always felt very conscious about my accent um, and not being able perhaps to understand what the anchors were saying. So, um, and I think it's probably something different for any one of us, right? So maybe you're um, uncertain about the way you look or the way you sound or whether you know your message okay, or, um, you know, whatever it is, there's always a reason not to do it, right? And it's so easy to find a reason not to make a video. Um, and I've done this many times. So even like a couple of years back when I was creating videos and I produced videos for companies, I didn't make any videos myself that I posted on LinkedIn or on my website because I really wanted those videos to be perfect. Because I wanted them to be perfect, I wouldn't post anything. Or maybe mm -hmm. one every couple of months because I just put my standards so high. Once I changed that and I, you know, just recorded videos with my phone, with apps, uh, made it a lot simpler. It also really opened up um, the connection because it was real and human and it wasn't perfect, but I guess people really like that, um, to make that human connection. Mm. So, so, so yes, well said, it yeah. It is okay to make mistakes, do make mistakes and be human. And if there's something that's stopping you, um, still try to do it anyway and try to do it in your way. You know, I often mm. tell people when you feel, you know, well, I'm really scared to create this video, make the video anyway, and then perhaps show it to other people. You don't have to post it online immediately. You don't immediately have to go, you know, to LinkedIn or Instagram or maybe create an offline blog first, <laughs> show it to some people um, you're close with. And then uh, after some feedback or maybe a couple of videos, and then you can start putting them online as well. So well said. Yeah. Thank you for that. You know, I, th I think that we should all, we should all take that as, as inspiration. You know, we should take that as inspiration to, to just do it and <laughs> just to get out there and to just get started, not to make the excuses, not to make the excuses. There's always an excuse. It's, it, it probably comes from something deeper within, you know, oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> you have no idea. So I train companies and every time um, I, you know, I always start with a simple assignment. I say, okay, now we're doing a video training here. So just go out and shoot a video of yourself. Just talk to the camera. And in the very first couple of minutes, people always talk about every insecurity they have. So it's like, oh, my forehead, it's too big, or my hair, or my voice, or I have this scar on my face, or you know, whatever it is, people just talk about it, and then it goes on for a couple of minutes, then it's out, <laughs> yeah. and then we can continue. And that's usually, it's a process. It's, you know, we don't see ourselves uh, this way, you know, talking um, the way we normally do. Uh, only other people see that of us, usually. So, um, it's a pretty, it's, it can be a little confronting, uh, if you see yourself for the first time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So I'm, I'm feeling inspired right now. I, I want to do a, a little, a little game here. Um, ah. okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to say an objection. I'm going to say why I can't start doing videos right now. 
And I want you to give me the, 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 the counter statement. Okay. So for example, if I say, well, I don't have a good enough camera. My iPhone 10 is, is not a professional camera like, like this, you know, Lumix uh, on my desk here. And I don't have the, the setup. You might say, well, actually the iPhone 10 camera is amazing and it's probably better than the Lumix. Just yeah. get started. You don't need it. You don't need the big camera to start. Yeah. All right. So here we go. So I'm going to okay. kind of, I'm going to blitz these out and then you just respond to me with, with, with the, with the counter statement. All right. Uh, my, my hair, it just, it never quite looks right. I just, I feel really insecure about it. I can't do, I can't do videos. Listen, people follow people on LinkedIn because of their hair, <laughs> because of their crazy hair. Yeah. Just follow, for example, Richard Moore, I, if you don't follow Richard Moore yet, he doesn't have crazy hair, by the way, but he has amazing hair. And people <laughs> yeah. follow him because of his hair. And then when they meet him in person, they'll ask him, can I touch your hair? <laughs> please, please have crazy hair. Yeah, okay, cool. Got it. I, he was on the podcast. Um, oh, no. <laughs> okay. So the, so the next one is, you know, my kids, they, they're constantly, constantly just disrupting my, my, my stuff. Yeah, I understand. Same here. So it's really not an excuse. Kids will disrupt and that's okay because it makes you more human. I did a live stream, one of my first live streams during COVID. Uh, and one of my sons walked in <laughs> and things happened, you know, and I was just like, all right, well, come on in. And, you know, telling people, well, he's home from school and this is just kind of how it is. People loved it. You know, the whole, the chat just went crazy because people were like, oh, yay, you're a real human. My son is here as well, sitting next to me. So yeah, that's fine. It's okay. Nice. Okay. Here's another one. I, I don't know what to say. Yeah, that's a big one. Um, you, what can help is if you create a little list of things, whenever you feel inspired, um, create a list of things that you, that inspire you and then just start talking. Um, so if you don't feel like talking right now, that's okay. I'm not asking you to turn on the camera when you don't feel like it. Uh, but when you are inspired, write down the topics. And mm. then when you feel like making a video, then do it. I don't always feel like making videos. Of course I don't, you know? Um, so sometimes I kind of wait for the right moment. And then I have my list. I literally have a, a list on Google Docs <laughs> of topics that is really long um, of topics that I can talk about. Nice. It's, it's so nice having that repository. Okay, here's another one. Uh, I feel like an imposter. Oh, yes. So this is, okay, this really, really speaks to me. I remember when I first started creating videos on LinkedIn. This must have been, I think, two years ago. Um, and I, I my very first video was on an app called Clips. It was an app from Apple mm. that automatically creates captions, which was awesome. It was brand new at the time. And so I was just testing out the app and throwing it on LinkedIn. I had no idea that it would receive such a big response. Um, but I remember feeling at the time, like, who am I? Who am I to give people tips on how to make videos when I'm figuring this out myself? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm testing these apps. I'm trying out these new things. I'm not an expert. I don't, you know, I'm trying out as I go. But the thing is, people really liked that. Um, they really like to see the, the real human. Um, and so you don't have to know everything. Um, 
in fact, you know, it's, it's great to take people along on your journey. So that's what I would recommend. Love it. All right. I'm not an expert. No, no, don't ever be an expert. <laughs> Uh, you know, you can't be, you can't be an ex. I mean, it's impossible when you talk about things like video, for example, that every day there's, you know, new stuff invented. Um, and of course there's people like you who really know a, a lot about online video creation, but, um, yeah, it's okay not to be an expert. Okay. This one's a little funny. Uh, I'm not a perfectionist. <laughs> Are you or are you not? <laughs> I am a perfectionist and therefore I just can't do videos because they never come out good. Yep. Been there, done that. Um, yes. It's, if you are a perfectionist, you really just have to let that go. You can be a perfectionist in other ways. Um, it's really um, not about, it's really about being a person, um, being human. That's really a big power of video. So people like it if you are not perfect and if they see things that are imperfect. Um, so whenever you feel like, oh, this isn't good yet, and, and you know, I don't know, like the way the background looks or the audio or whatever, um, just know that that's usually not why people watch your video. They usually watch your video because of you and how you are able to convey a message. Great. Here's another one. I don't like negative comments. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> Join the club. I don't think a lot of people like negative comments. Uh, they're so tough. They're so tough. And I, um, I've received my fair share of negative comments um, from people <laughs> even saying things like, I've wasted my my uh, oxygen while, while watching your videos, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. Um, that's, you know, it's okay. I try to whenever, so whenever I received my first negative comment, I was devastated, let me tell you. Like it took me two days to really kind of get over it. Um, but I've learned that it's much better to look at the good comments and whenever there is a negative comment, um, usually it will dissolve on its own by other people commenting on it. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, if you create a video, it's almost like an invitation. You know, mm -hmm. you say, whoa, yeah. here you go. Do with this <laughs> as you please. Um, and yes, some people feel like it's an invitation to just really, you know, put out something really negative out there. Um, but I've learned to look and see the amount of positive there is out there mm. um, and look at who am I doing this really for. Um, so and try to, you know, really let that be your guide. Um, same goes, you know, for a training or when I'm doing a speaking gig and, you know, there can be like one person out of the whole, like the, there's this whole room of people and there's one person who is just kind of like, meh. <laughs> and it used to be really easy for me to then kind of just, um, go, oh no. And then I really wanted to please that one person. And now I know, no, it's a waste of time. Look at all those other people who are cheering you on and try to focus on them. Yeah, but I don't have enough followers. No, well, 
it's really not about the amount of followers. Let me <laughs> give you a little secret. <laughs> um, I started on LinkedIn with, I think, 200 people in my network. I had not, I, this was not a thing for me. I had no idea there was, you know, I wasn't really on LinkedIn to gain followers or to, I, I don't know. I really thought LinkedIn was a place to get a new job. <laughs> a <laughs> that's new job. that's what it used to be, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And what so, an evolution, yeah. I know, uh, it really has changed in the past couple of years. But anyway, just to let you know, you know, um, uh, what I've learned is that it's really about the right network and having a community. And once you can build that, um, it's not about the amount of followers. It's really about having that strong sense of community and giving value to the right people. And I think it's so much better to have 20 or 40 people who really like your content than to have 20 or 30,000 followers who are not interacting with your content at all. And my final objection to making <laughs> video is that it makes some people on my team uncomfortable. Ooh, yes. Well, I do this every day. I make people uncomfortable. <laughs> and you can see it's like sipping in, you know, when you tell them, just go stand in front of the camera. <laughs> people feel uncomfortable. Right. Nobody wants to be, well, not, that's not true. There are a few people who like to be in front of the camera, but most of us <clears> don't. And so, yes, you will make some people, you will make people feel uncomfortable and it can be a little bit painful, uh, but you know what? That is okay. Usually what you need is, and we were just talking about this um, beforehand, you need a couple of people who are like ambassadors, a mm. few people who are excited about this. You really don't need the entire team to be creating videos. Of course, that would be amazing, but for most companies, that doesn't work. You know, usually it's a couple of people who are really excited about this, um, and um, who will be like ambassadors for the rest of the team. If you die while you're in front of a camera, I've seen, you know, I've seen people like just get so nervous. Um, don't, don't, you know, don't make people so uncomfortable that they, they don't want to be there. Um, if people find it a little scary, that's okay, you know really just um, have a few people on your team who are excited about this um, and continue with those. Such, such, such good feedback. I mean, I just, I just unleashed on you. <laughs> that was like a machine gun. <laughs> those are all the ones I, I could probably come up with a little bit more, but those are the, those are the main ones that I've heard. Those yes. are the main ones. And I, truth be told, I have suffered from every single one of those. And I had to go through my own process to overcome them. And I still am. I, I it's not like I, it's not like I don't suffer from any of those right now still. Yes. So it's normal. It's normal. <laughs> it's, normal. You know? Whenever I go to shoot a video uh, out in public, I am still very self-conscious, you know? Mm. So I'm standing like at a bus stop, <laughs> you know, randomly with my smartphone on a selfie stick. And I feel like a tourist, you know? And mm. I feel like everybody's watching me. And so you, that's normal. You know, for the first 10, 20 seconds, uh, it's terrible. But then after that, you know, I'm like, well, I'm just going to do it. And then I get into it and it's fine. So yes, 
just so you know, I think most of us go through this and that is okay. Well, that's good to hear. Uh, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch gears a little bit here. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna throw something at you. It's kind of a topic that I think is really important to a lot of us because what we're talking about here is we're talking about sharing our stories, feeling comfortable, feeling confident, using simple devices that we already have, um, and then getting into a recurring, consistent cadence of using social channels like LinkedIn and Facebook and YouTube and Instagram to to put ourselves out there for branding, for sales, for thought leadership. Uh, to make connections, to make relationships. This is amazing. So many people need to be doing this and there's such an opportunity here. Uh, one of the things though, that I think is a reality, just simply from a technical perspective, is that when we're at the bus stop and we got our selfie stick and we're recording that video and we have, we've bursted out, we've pieced out a video. You know, it's really hard to get a two minute video with one take, not impossible, but sometimes it takes less time to just break it into four 30 second videos, you know, or eight 15 second videos. And what we need, of course, for that is editing, right? <laughs> so what are some simple online, you know, web-based desktop uh, video editing software programs, but also workflows that we can get into uh, yes. to make our lives easier? Yes, this is such an important part of creating videos because as we all know creating videos can take some time and if you don't do it the right way creating videos can take too much time <laughs> a lot of time so what you want to do first of all is have a good video plan so you need to know who am i you know who's my audience who is going to be my ideal viewer um what platform are they on um and then what's the purpose of the video and when you have those three, I call them my three P's, people, platform, purpose, um, then you can probably create a good plan. And as you said, you can divide it up in smaller pieces, which is what I usually do. So I usually don't record the entire two minute video at once, but I record it in small bits. Um, and then all you have, it's like little building blocks. And then all you have to do afterwards is just put them all right after each other. So of course then, what you said is you need um, to have editing software or apps or whatever you need to just get those pieces together and perhaps put a logo over your video or captions. Well, there's a ton of tools out there, obviously. Uh, one, of, uh, um, uh, one of the great tools, of course, is, is your tool, Dub. Um, so I, I don't even really know where to start. Okay, let's see. If you want to create a very simple video, um, just you know, maybe a couple of scenes right after each other. So maybe you're at the bus stop and you just want to put you know a few little shots right after each other. Put a logo over it. That's really it. Um, I can really recommend simple apps such as iMovie, um, Adobe Premiere Rush um, is really uh, a very simple app. Um, Kinemaster, uh, which is a paid app, uh, but a great app to also work in layers. Um, another app I can really recommend is InShot. And I love this app because it allows you to create um, square, vertical, uh, landscape videos. So for social, it's awesome. And it also allows you to add text to your videos. Uh, and then two other apps I can really recommend are Mix Captions, uh, which is an app for iPhones. 
Um, and it's an app that automatically captions your video. So when your video is done, you upload it in mixed captions and it will be captioned for you automatically. It's amazing. Um, and the same goes for AutoCap. Um, that's an app uh, for Android phones um, and it basically does the same thing. So as you can see, there are a ton of different apps out there. Um, but you also mentioned, um, you know, maybe you're on a laptop or desktop. Um, say you're looking for a video um, editor that's free. I can really recommend DaVinci Resolve. Um, it's a it's software that allows you to create to create videos like a professional editor. Um, so uh, DaVinci Resolve is uh, is great software. It is kind of, you know, it's definitely not for beginners let's put it this way it's definitely not for beginners it's definitely a pretty tough uh pretty tough software if you've never edited before um but of course otherwise there's always um imovie um so uh yeah those are a few apps from the top of my head <laughs> those that's that was great I, I was trying to write some notes as you were saying those those are some some great options uh, you know, I think you also mentioned something earlier, which I'm really excited about, super passionate about. You mentioned Apple Clips. Yes. And I don't know why Apple Clips hasn't taken off. Uh, I, I don't hear a lot of people talking about uh, Apple Clips. Uh, Apple Clips is, just so that everyone knows, it's Apple's, uh, it's a native app. It's a square format only, um, obviously iPhone, iPad only. And what it allows you to do is to create multiple clips um, and then form those, merge those, fuse those into a larger master video. You can add music, there's some uh, virtual background effects. Uh, ironically, Apple Clips was a huge inspiration for the Dub mobile app because oh, really? it was a huge inspiration. In fact, we were at a trade show and we, we, had, we came up with this idea, it was called the Dub 100. And wow. we were gonna shoot 100 commercials at HubSpot's Inbound, the physical conference in, I think, Boston. and. Uh, we, uh, we, we, we pulled it off. I th almost, we almost wow. pulled it off. We had dozens and dozens. And the way that we were able to do this was we started out using Apple clips and we would create these dynamic, you know, real time edited videos where right. we didn't have to shoot a bunch of stuff and then go into post-production. You mentioned Adobe rush, which is phenomenal for that. It's yeah. very simple in shot also great tools, but we said, listen, we want to edit edit and share the video within five minutes. Yeah. And the way that we were able to do that was Apple Clips. And then we also used, um, you know, Facebook's, uh, one of Facebook's apps. I forgot which one it was, um, but I think it was, was it Boomerang? I don't remember, but it was, uh, it was oh, all, okay. it was yeah. all real, it was all real time. And uh, that is awesome. That's yeah. so awesome to hear. Yeah. I use clips that much. I love clips as well. I have used it so much. I don't use it as much anymore now that I've, I use mixed captions to uh, automatically caption the videos, but Clips is such a, it's such a simple app. So you really don't need to know that much about video editing. Um, so it's, as you said, it's very, it's a great app to create videos in a very fast way. Yeah, exactly. I, I think that real time editing and real time recording is something that is going to change the way that we shoot. Because if we can say, I'm going to map out what this video is going to look like. Here's a little intro with a logo. Here's one short clip of this one statement. Here's another one. Here's a B-roll shot. Here's a screen video. And then here's an outro. If I can map that out and just do a little bit of, you know, paper napkin pre-production 
and then actually shoot it on the phone and yeah. then have it 90% done. Maybe it just is lacking music that you can add, you know, afterwards. Um, that type of, of, of video production, not only is it extremely efficient, but it's compelling and it's dynamic. It's not just a simple webcam shot or a phone shot or a selfie yes, shot. It's exactly. got it's got dynamics. So we, we're so bullish on this. The Dub Mobile app is is a great example of this. We're constantly trying to uh, you know innovate this and yeah. receive feedback. So I want to encourage everyone right now. Just a shameless plug here. Go download the free Dub app. Rec record multiple clips. Add music. Add editing. You can do it in multiple sizes. Or if you don't want to do that, go grab Apple Clips or any of the other like real, you know, live Google, uh, Google Photos has one as well, yes. which is a, a little different. So <laughs> true. Yes, there's so many apps out there. Um, but yeah, sometimes there's too many apps, right? It's difficult <laughs> to really find the good ones. Yeah, we'll love that. Uh, all right. So uh, I'm going to kind of close out on, on another question. We're just going to continue to receive your your insight and your knowledge here. Um, how do we make videos more actionable? And what I mean by that is that right now, if I have a YouTube video and if I send someone a link to my YouTube video, maybe they'll watch it, right? Maybe they won't. Who knows? After they watch it, they're probably going to get YouTube's recommended videos. And that algorithm is one of the most powerful and sticky <laughs> and yeah. borderline evil algorithms out I there. Yeah. <laughs> I say that facetiously with it, with, you know, a grain of salt, but, but it's going to, it's going to grab us. It's going to find what we like, whether it's going to be the trailer of the movie that we've been wanting to see or a pool that's filled with jello or, you know, who knows what it's going to, it's going to capture our eyes and our attention. Yes. Uh, and it's going to take that viewer away from the video that I very humbly <laughs> as a tiny, small creator sent to that individual. So the question is, how do we make our videos more actionable? Here's a video. Please watch it. Hopefully if you're inspired, you click a button, you click a link, you fill out a form, you book a time in my calendar, and then we continue on our journey in our relationship. Well, that's why what you are doing with Dub is so important because this is something that I think a lot of businesses, organizations need. So I get this question a lot, right? So people ask me, um, so I have this video that I really want to send in an email. How do I do that? And I say, well, you can't really just, you know, send it as an attachment, you know, um, but then if I put it on YouTube, then I have all these advertisements and I don't want to have that either. Um, so really, um, to have a solution where you, um, first of all, can see the video and then also have the interactive buttons, um, I think that's something a lot of companies um, are looking for or they might not know <laughs> that that is what they are actually looking for. So I know a lot of companies are still looking into the uh, main options that they know of. So everyone knows YouTube. Um, and everyone uh, knows Vimeo, um, but people don't really know, oh, hey, I could use uh, another website or app or software um, to actually embed my videos in a newsletter or um, on LinkedIn or um, in my email. 
um, and then also have them uh, be interactive. Um, and so you will not be linked to any advertisements that you don't want to be linked to or any other videos uh, that you don't want to be linked to either. So yes, I think so. that's why what you're doing with Doug um, is so important. And I think it's only going to be more important um, uh, in, the next, in the next years. Yes, exactly, exactly. Well, I, I will say this, that uh, your videos are actionable because I saw them, I was engaged, I was inspired. I said, I want to interview <laughs> Felpina. I, her videos are actionable and that's precisely why why I'm here with you. That's why I've, I've chosen you to be on this on this show. So I, I just oh. truly wanted to, I, I wanted to thank you for that. I wanted to thank you for your time. Uh, I, I, I want to actually ask one final question, if you don't mind, uh, you know, podcast marketing. Okay. Yeah. What it, it's changed. It's not just audio anymore. Anyone can start a podcast. You know, we're back to using our simple device, our sm smartphone now, which can basically produce an entire podcast. Uh, tell us what you know on, on how we can leverage podcasts in the video format, in the audio format, uh, in today's age oh my goodness i love this question and you have no idea ruben that's because i so i started in video podcasting in 2008 <laughs> and this was at a time when itunes was announced um and so they announced itunes and um callie lua's created her own video podcast. She had had her podcast for a couple of years, but she had built this like entire, she had this huge audience. Um, and then she asked me, hey, do you want to be on my, do you want to help me create another podcast? And so here I was, you know, this television news reporter, um, and I all of a sudden had to create video podcasts. And so this was an entire new world to me. And that's why I love this question, because here we are so many years later, and video podcasts and audio podcasts are still relevant and actually more relevant than ever. Um, so I just, um, I'm about to release my new book, Video Smarts, which is a book on creating videos with your phone. And I'm actually also going to create a podcast or an audiobook along with that because I think it has it's podcasting is it's it's like such a big boom now probably bigger than ever people really enjoy um, uh, get, receiving content that is actually that will give them value um, and whether it's you know when you're on the road just listening in your car or uh, while watching TV, whatever it is, but it's really, you know, the long form content um, is becoming more and more important. So I think the, the biggest thing is that you need to have, you need to share value. Um, uh, and once you do that, I think people will really enjoy the longer form content. You're so right. I totally agree with you. Long form is such an opener. A lot of people get intimidated by long form. They're like, oh, people don't have the attention span. And maybe people are spending less time in their cars and they're not going to listen to a podcast, you know, watch a 40 minute video. But that's not the point. The point is that when you start with that anchor, when you yeah. start with that long video, you can cut from it. You can clip exactly. from it. <laughs> and that's that's something a lot of people don't know yet or they yeah. don't realize yet. 
Yeah. yeah, you know, I watch a lot of podcast clips. I, it's been a little while since I watched a, listened or watched a full, full podcast just because I've been enjoying getting them in, in piecemeals, you know, on, on yeah. YouTube, basically. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, so it's such a great starting point. Um, a podcast is a simple recorded conversation that's shared. That's all that it is. You don't have to be a, a news reporter, a professional podcaster, a former MMA fighter, you, you don't need to be any of that stuff. You can, you can just use your phone, call someone and, 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 and start a, uh, start a podcast. So, um, yeah. I, I so appreciate your humility and I appreciate how you've gone on your journey and, and here you are, uh, as a thought leader, as someone that's inspiring us and motivating us. So excited to hear that you have a new book coming out. Uh, did I get the title right? Video Thank smarts. You. Yeah. Video smart. Yes. Video Got smart. it. Video yeah. smart. So, so tell us a little bit about your book. Tell us where we can learn more about you, your website, yeah, how we can find you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's going to be, uh, uh, out on October 6th and it's pretty much and everything I've learned in the past couple of years on making videos with your phone. So I've trained, I've literally trained thousands of people in making videos with their phones. I know the questions and problems people have. And so this book is a five-step guide um, showing you how to make videos with your phone. And also it's not just me, it's like all these other people giving you great examples on uh, not just tools and apps, but also great video plans, which is also what we talked about. So having a good start. Um, and I also tackle talking to the camera when you're not really comfortable or interviewing people. Um, so it's really, it's, it's um, everything I've learned in the past couple of years. And so I'm so excited that it's, uh, it's going to be out very soon. Cool. And uh, what is your website? Pelpina.com. Okay, got it. And name.com. Yes. Very, very, very cool. Love it. This is the thesis here. Um, you've got some very valuable resources on pelpina.com. I see a free ebook. Yes, I see your courses on there. Um, so things like a gear sheet, if you just want to get started um, using your phone to create videos, there's an ebook with a ton of videos that's free. Um, there's a gear sheet with a ton of gear that you can, that I know works because I've tried it, tested it and use it. Um, so there's uh, yeah, definitely a lot that you can get on the website. Amazing. Well, Pulpina, I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank and you. I, Thank you. I, I, I really, I really enjoyed being here. Yeah. And I will, I will see you on LinkedIn and I'm going to be watching of your course. videos. Of course. I'll see you on LinkedIn. See you, Pulpina. Take care. Thanks again. Bye. Bye-bye.